Podcast that brings freedom and justice to the known civilized world and France. I'm Mark. I'm Brent, and today we are talking to Phil, aka Phil Yuck. Hey guys. So you're a a writer uh, of uh, scripts for TV. I work in TV. I am a writer of TV scripts. Nothing has been produced as of yet, so I'm still trying to break in in that sense. So you're, you're a script coordinator. So what, what does the script coordinator do then? So I sit in the writer's room, uh, which is where all the writers hang out with whiteboards around them and, you know, think up what the show is. I'm just sort of there to take notes and organize everyone's thoughts and keep the scripts in somewhat of a legible order and track revisions and do clearances to make sure we're not naming characters with actual names that exist in the world. So I'm sort of one level below the writers. If I were to get promoted, I would be promoted to a staff writer. So I'm sort of right there. But I get to sit in the writer's room and pitch jokes and pitch stories and sort of be a part of that whole process, which is super cool. But that must give you a really good insight into the whole story process and you know the whole character arc or whatever whatever it is that they what do writers talk about what sort uh, of stuff i mean we talk about lunch mostly okay um, good uh so I'm, I'm like really good with lunch yeah no i mean it's <laughs> it's it's super interesting to you know be part of the process and especially like on this last show i worked on uh you're the worst that aired in F- on fx uh you know a first year show like that just sort of creating the show and building these characters and, and sort of creating this world from the ground up is a super interesting process. And the whole story breaking process is, is really fun and really interesting. You know, it, it's super cool to see someone pitch a joke in the room and everyone's laughing. And then a few months later you see an actor on TV say that joke. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It seems like kind of a, so you're an LA like born and raised like all your life, LA. Yeah. All my life. That seems like a uh, seems like a very LA kind of job to have. Like you're in entertainment. I, th- I think it's the most LA job to have. I guess I could be I could be on the Dodgers. That would be a more LA job to have. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure you know, being from here and growing up here, and you know, going to Universal Studios and going on the tour and and seeing all that stuff definitely influenced you know wanting to do that with my life. But you know, so much of this town works in the industry in one capacity or another it's sort of hard to get away from and you're not not just a writer but you're also an avid uh, avid reader avid reader i like i like reading books what do you have on the go right now i'm reading a couple things i'm reading a book that my girlfriend emily has been trying to get me to read for literally years called man's search for meaning um, oh yeah 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 that's uh the guy that survived uh, the holocaust yeah, it's super fun. It's about the Holocaust. <laughs> um, nope, no pictures, but still good. So I'm reading, I'm reading that out of an obligation to her, but it's also good. And I'm also reading The Stand by Stephen. Oh, King. Stephen Kling. Yep. Nice. Yep. Which is? Did you did you watch the miniseries? 
No, I have no, I've sort of tried to avoid anything related to that. I've had it on my shelf for a while and I know it's one of his best ones. So I'm trying to go into it fresh. Uh, I'm yeah. about 300 pages in to an 1100 page book, but it's, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's a good idea to get into it now because they're working on like an actual big screen ad- adaptation of, of that. So, but yeah, I think a miniseries works a lot better for a book of yeah, that I don't scope. Know how they're going to do it or like an yeah. HBO series or something would be perfect. Probably. That would be That'd good. Be awesome. And they need or to change they... the ending. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No spoilers, uh, but I, I, I wasn't hugely fond of. Uh, but it didn't detract from the overall experience. No, the, the miniseries was great. So I haven't read the book. I've, read the, I've, I've seen the miniseries. Oh, you know, endings are very hard. Wasn't there a Shining miniseries also in the 90s? Did they do a Shining yeah, miniseries? it was late 90s or early 2000s, and it was not stellar. Yeah, they were just like, fuck it. Let's do all yeah. Stephen King's books. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted to have someone to redo it because he wasn't pleased with how Kubrick handled his movie, Whatever. which is silly. I always think that Stephen it's... King movies are best when Stephen King is not directly Exactly. Involved. Go sit in the car. We're going to make one of your books into a movie. Exactly. Let the yeah, girls handle this now. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, The Shining's amazing. What, what a dumb Yep. yep. <laughs> so being an LA, uh, L.A. family, I gather that your family had some connection with the uh, Woods family, not Tiger, but Elijah? Yeah, super, super weird. My dad, my dad's an architect, but he dabbled. He did a remodel on Elijah Wood's house in like the mid '90s, and I guess like buddied up with his dad, and they went into business together, making like ozone purifiers. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what it was. <laughs> it seems like a like a Scientology thing or something. Uh, <laughs> But they had this weird business together for like a year or two. And so I'd like go over to Elijah Wood's house as like, I was maybe 10. I remember specifically that he's four years older than me. So like, he's just like 14 year old, like superstar actor with this weirdo, like little Jewish kid coming over to his house. But yeah, he was super cool. Like our first dog was, they gave us a dog. That was our first dog was from the Woods family. I spent the night at his house once. I don't know, super random. Do they have a bin of dogs? And they said, just pick one. And like, you just talk, basically, talk they had, okay. they were super into bearded collies, which were like sheep dogs, basically. And they had like a half dozen of them. And they were always traveling for, you know, because their son is an A list actor. So they were like, hey, this dog, like, she can't handle us being gone so much. Why don't you take her? And we did. And it was awesome. And we just surprised my mom with this dog. She had no idea we were coming home with the dog. So that was. Great for my dad, I'm sure. What had he done at that point? I'm trying to think of what did Elijah would. I think he had done like The Good Son. He had done. um, I remember going to the set of North. Remember that really shitty movie? Nope. Nope. You should you should look it up. It's it's a bad movie. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to think. I mean, he was in you know Back to the Future Two, obviously, in that little role. You know, he wasn't Lord of the Rings Elijah Wood, but he was definitely he was definitely known. Getting getting work. Yeah, you know, I'm sure the house they were living in was bought by him. So, yeah, he was getting work. <laughs> the Golden Goose. So you're a first-generation uh, first generation American. Yeah, my parents are from Argentina. They were both born in Argentina. They got married out there, and they moved out here the day after they got married. And they hung out for a few years, and then they had me, and they had my sister. So that's pretty cool of them to come out here, or else I'd be living. <laughs> you guys would be Skyping Argentina right now. Which would, which would be cool, too. Do you get back yeah. to Argentina as a family? 
Uh, I've been a few times. I haven't been for a few years, but yeah, uh, it's really great. Have you have you guys ever been there? I've not been to South America at all, nope. so that's that's actually you know on my on my list. I hear Argentina itself is beautiful. It's great. Yeah, it's one of the top two Americas, South America. Um, <laughs> there's only two. You see what he well, did? Yeah, I, saw, I, I see what he did there. Thanks, Brent. That, uh, yeah. Well, there's there's Central America, but that doesn't. Really it doesn't really count. No, it's north yeah. south, and then there's maybe something in between, but that's no, it doesn't count. At all. Meso America. Uh, yeah, whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great. It's like super European. The food is some of the best food in the world. Just really fun. It's, you know, the seasons are reversed because it's south of the. South of the equator, so. Are there a lot of older German-speaking men, or no? Uh, I mean, I think there's a pretty strong like neo-Nazi contingent. Uh-huh, there, okay, uh huh. <laughs> which is fun. Sweetening the pot a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds. I'm uh... Yeah, it makes things interesting. That's for sure. Oddly enough, that doesn't make it into the tourist uh, brochures. I don't know why. <laughs> well, some some of them you have to. Find I bet it. It's a marketing miss. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That sound indicates it's time for some rapid-fire Twitter questions. Brent, take it away. Phil, what's your favorite Twitter moment? I guess it's sort of an ongoing situation. Chelsea Peretti, I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. She's a comedian. She's on, uh, Bro- she's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She has blocked me for some reason. I don't know why. I don't remember what I did. But the fact that I have done something to her to make her block me and I can't remember it is really funny to me. Generally that shitty? Or that just, you, know, you can't even pinpoint the exact... Thing you did, yeah. You might have just made like an injudicious at reply to her, like you know, you were really drunk one night, and you're like, "Oh, Chelsea, yeah, you suck." I guess. <laughs> like I don't know what it could be, but you know, it's cool. Sometimes I'll go and try to like fave her tweets, and it won't let me. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, right." I she blocked me. <laughs> who's so clearly it's not her? Who's your biggest or neatest follower? Recently, Mark Hoppus followed me, which is cool. He's super funny and fun on Twitter. And, you know, obviously, big Blink-182 fan from back in the day. And also Jordan Peele from Key & Peele had also followed me a little while ago, although we don't. Like, I DM'd him once to tell him that I really enjoyed him on Fargo, that show on FX, and he just yep. never replied. But he also didn't unfollow me, so huh, okay. I'm just telling myself that he doesn't look at DMs. But let's Call it a draw. That's, that's, yeah, whatever. Who's your favorite tweeter? My favorite tweeter... I guess begrudgingly is Dan Mentos. <laughs> of course. Uh, I mean, I, I have, yeah, it's gotta be him. Although I hate myself for saying that. Well, the sexual tension between you guys is palpable. I mean, it's daily. I, yeah, it's really hard to concentrate on stuff, but you know, we, we, we entertain each other. Yeah. And everybody else. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's appreciated. It really fuels my uh, erotic fan fiction. So I uh, just appreciate it. Oh, good. I'm glad I could do that for you. Yeah. He writes extensive Dan Mentos Filiuk fan fiction. I, I do. <laughs> just for yourself? Do you share it with anyone? Uh, well, evidently with Brent. But, uh, I've read a few passages. Yeah. It's, well, it's yeah, I disgusting, it I sick it shit. Yeah, I... That's cool. You should, you should uh, send that over. I'd love to see that. Uh, it'll be published as a Kindle book uh, this, uh, this year. Ooh, all right. I have a Kindle. Good. All right, cool. then. All right. Everybody wins. Sweet. Uh, are you on any other social media? Uh, I'm really big on Ello. No. Uh... <laughs> Is that still a thing? Are people still carrying uh, yeah, I, 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 I actually, I'm on there, but, and I think I've written sporadically. 
Yeah. I mean, I am on there. It was like, whatever, the, a few weeks ago when it blew up, I was desperate to get on there. And then as soon as I got on there, I was like, oh, this sucks. Uh, um, yeah. So, yeah. Not really. I mean, I'm on Instagram, mostly tweeting pictures of my pets. You're I tweeting on Instagram? Or Instagramming pictures, <laughs> my, Instagramming oh. pictures of my tweets. <laughs> um, that's about it. I mean, I try to get into Tumblr, but I just can't. Yeah, yeah I've been trying time? to... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm too old for that. Uh, <laughs> it feels like a 14-year-old girl thing. Yeah, I can see that. That's why Brent's there. It's, uh, it's the place loves, to be. <laughs> it's his wheelhouse. The, yep. Loves the little girls. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Mostly, mostly Twitter. All right. And lastly, give us one underrated tweeter that everybody should be following. Someone that I really enjoy, I guess, in like a masochistic way is Kim jong Sean. I can't tell if he's like really funny or just an idiot. <laughs> it's I, a fine I, line. <laughs> I think I think he's an idiot. Um, he just like I don't know. It's it makes me laugh in a very weird way. He posts these selfies. It's I don't know. He's definitely worth looking at. I feel like he's not everyone's cup of tea, but he makes me laugh on a daily basis. I will check him out. All right. Well, Phil, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me. All right, this has been Tweeters and 12. I'm Mark. I'm Brent. And we'll see you next time. Come on. Woo!